Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, this is Jeffrey, executive producer of Unwell. This show is possible because of the support of our fans. And if you are enjoying the show, we hope you'll join us as a member at audaciousmachinecreative.com. For just $5 a month, members get all kinds of cool behind-the-scenes content like annotated scripts, deleted scenes, and full tracks for the original music in the show. You also get an ad-free feed, not only of Unwell, but all the fiction podcasts we make. You can find out more at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Again, join us at audaciousmachinecreative.com and help us bring you more great audio fiction. Thanks for holding. Dr. Peltham? Yes. Hello. Rudy? Oh, sorry. So we took a look at the notes you sent over and... Pigs in a blanket. Well, it's all very peculiar. Uh Uh-huh. What? Pancake and sausage pigs in a blanket. In or out? With syrup, please? Sorry, uh, it does work, though man after my own heart. It does. Uh, No one thought it would. It's so peculiar. But we ran it through all our simulations and it works. There's the issue of cost. Oh? These are all custom jobs. The secondary mirror, a dihectahexachidecagonal tetrahedron. I've never even heard of such a thing. You can make it? Of course we can make it. It's just... Peculiar? Darn peculiar. We'll have to render a full model, cast a test mirror and lenses, check their specs, make adjustments, build this casing, which... I don't know if you realize this, you were kind of... old-fashioned in your choice of terms, but the composite you want is basically space shuttle shielding. I... did not realize that. Yeah, normally we'd just go with carbon fiber. This, we'd have to order it from a third party. We don't make this. How much? For everything? 150, maybe 200,000 as an estimate. Oh. Now, if we went with our standard package for a doll Kirkham like yours, without all these custom parts, you'd be looking at $50,000 total. Maybe less. That is what I budgeted for, but my collaborator says these modifications are necessary. Our telescopes work just fine all over the world without them. I will have to get back to you. All right. 
let us know what you decide. Thank you for your time. Collaborator? Abby, I didn't hear you. Probably because you are having important financial discussions on the landline in the middle of the foyer. You have a cell phone. I've seen you use it. My collaborator asked to use it for a bit. What collaborator? Just someone with whom I collaborate. A collaborator. Much like the two of us. Ugh, no. I hate that word. Collaborate. Collaborate. Blech. It's a pretty apt description. Persons working jointly together or with a group, especially in an intellectual endeavor. Or, maybe, persons cooperating as traitors with an enemy, especially an invading or occupying force. No thanks. We are not collaborators. We are... We're... Friends? Too soon. I got you. How about confederates? Ew, no. Cohorts? No. Conspirators? You're doing this on purpose now. Accomplices? Goodbye. Allies! Abettors! Partners in crime! Tedious! Was that Abby? Yes. Damn! I was gonna make them a pigless blanket! Uh-oh. What? That look. That one. Right there. I know that look. That's money trouble. It is? You don't know? Let me guess. You were a rich kid. No. I mean, money was never a concern, but the commune eschewed all material possessions. What about school? Your doctorate? The the funding for the observatory? I just sort of go where the universe takes me and things work out. I get that. Who knows, maybe the universe will take you to a big pile of money. Maybe. Just remember who made you sausages when you get there. I need to walk. Now? But your pigs! Your blankets! Set some aside for me. I'll reheat them when I get back. Okay, have a good walk. I should not have made so many pancakes. Wes, is that you? Yeah. Hope you're hungry. We need her centered among the hay bales. They need to flank her perfectly as she majestically looks towards the center of town. Ivan! No. Don't move the statue. Move the hay bales around the statue. Dr. Peltham! Hello! Rudy, please. Well, Rudy, what do you think of our Lacorte pig diorama? Some pig. <gasps> what a brilliant idea. Some pig. We can celebrate our victory over Julian and promote children's literature at the same time. <laughs> Ivan, warm up your crochet needles. We are going to need a lot of yarn. Can I help you with anything? Oh, Miss Gibbons. Hazel, please. Hazel. I'm fine, thanks. We librarians are not just here to shush people who talk and restock books. We are resource and research specialists. If there's anything in particular you're looking for... No, I I think I'm fine. Ah, well, you let me know if that changes. You know, I almost forgot... 
I found this in the Historical Society's records. Looking up grant opportunities? Uh, yes. Sorry, librarian habit. You know, I would look into historic building preservation rather than academic grants. More likely to get a response. Thanks. Uh, the book? This is a history of the Mount Absalom Observatory the Historical Society made in the 50s. Part of an early fundraising effort to restore the building. Obviously, it didn't work, but it does have some early records. Does it have anything about the woman who built it? Woman? The observatory was built by Cornelius Deerfield in 1913. Uh, Sorry. I thought... I was told it was built in 1909. (laughs) No. Here it is. Cornelius Deerfield, Mayor Sutherland, Anne Ogilby, heiress to the Solaric bottling fortune, and Douglas Warren, great-grandfather of our very own Chester. You'll note the date at the bottom. 1913. See? But the telescope... The telescope was built... In 1913, with the rest of the observatory. In the Dahlkirkham design. Around here, we call it the Deerfield... If only he had patented it, everyone would call it that. But that was Dr. Deerfield. Brilliant astronomer, terrible record keeper. Didn't even keep a journal. Can you believe that? I do think this is one of the only records of him that exists. Are there any pictures of the telescope? Yes, there is. Um, here. It isn't great, I'm afraid. This section here was burned, but you can see the telescope clear enough. Hmm. You know, I bet this picture was taken in the observatory the night of the storm. Storm? A few years after it was built. There was a big storm. Huge. One of those that comes once a century. The observatory was struck by lightning. Several times. It started a huge fire. Most of the interior was destroyed or damaged. Not many of the records and photos survived, and those that did, well, you can see. And the telescope? That beautiful telescope was completely ruined. That's what shut it down, our lovely little observatory. Deerfield tried to get it up and running again, but eventually decided to move on to... I just thought of something. Oh, oh, I think you're going to love this. Uh, I need to run downstairs for something. Uh, Wait right here. Okay. Yes, I got your text. I'm here. Now, what was so urgent you couldn't just tell me what... Oh. Dr. Peltham. That's me. Uh, I'm sorry? Chester Warren, assistant to Mayor Lopez. We spoke on the phone when you applied to run the observatory. Of course, Mr. Warren. Chester, please. Only if Rudy is likewise. Of course, Rudy... Sorry, I didn't mean to disturb your work, but I saw you sitting here and wanted to come over. I cannot tell you how excited we all are about finally having the observatory reopened. Astrotourism is a huge part of our plan to put our little town on the map. It's why we pushed to achieve the Dark Sky Community designation. And the Mount Absalom Observatory would be another feather in our cap. Or, should I say, another star in our sky. Well, thank you. I will do my best. Anyway, sorry to bother you, but just know, if there's anything you need, anything at all... That's awfully kind. Actually, 
I overheard Lily and Dot talking. You run the bank, right? I manage it, yes. Civil service to our little community is my calling, but Mount Absalom Bank and Trust pays the bills. I'm sure you understand. I believe I need a loan. Well, I can definitely help you out there. What kind of loan are we talking about? Car? Home? My wife was telling me just the other day. My wife is Lulu Warren, the architect and realtor. I'm sure you've seen the bench ad in the square. Anyway, one of her houses just went on the market over on Maple with a skylight. And you know, I just thought that would be a perfect place for Dr. Peltham. I've got her card here if you're interested. Thank you. But no, I'm quite happy at the Vinwood house. I'm actually asking for the observatory. The observatory? I thought... Your proposal for the stewardship committee said you would be providing your own funds for the restoration. Yes, and I will be. But some unforeseen expenses have arisen, and in order to restore the observatory telescope... The Deerfield. Yes. Well, uh, that is a more costly endeavor than I originally foresaw. How much are we talking? About $150,000. I see. Speaking unofficially, not as a representative of Mount Absalom Bank and Trust, but as a friendly ear who knows a thing or two about financial matters, the kind of non-profit business loan you're looking at is dependent on the ability to pay it back, and no offense, Dr. Peltham, Rudy, but I know what you're set to make as steward of the observatory. Well, I could charge admission for visits and programs at the observatory. And that is definitely a consideration to take into account for this kind of proposal. Do you have any kind of collateral you could put up? Possibly. I mean, it's not just mine, and the DEA still hasn't unfrozen all assets. Though, if they haven't found anything in 20 years, it's probably just a formality. DEA. Oh, my parents were members of a commune, you see. I knew I had this somewhere. Oh, hello, Chester. What are you doing here? Uh, Good morning, Hazel. I just came over to discuss an extension on my overdue library books and got to chatting with Rudy here. Well, that is so fortunate, isn't it, Dr. Peltham? Rudy... Please. Chester is just the person to sort out your little difficulty. I'll just leave you to it then. But Rudy, please see me before you leave. I will. So a loan of this size is doable, but without collateral and an established source of income. <coughs> something I can help you with, Ms. Gibbons? Sorry. Didn't mean to eavesdrop. But did you say loan? Rudy and I were unofficially discussing financial matters, yes. Well, if it is for the restoration of the observatory, surely the Historical Society's Heritage Grant would be a better option. The what? Oh, my, where is my head? I don't know, Chester. Where is it? Dr. Peltham, Rudy, I am so sorry. We've been going down completely the wrong road with this. You've been talking to Chester Warren, manager of Mount Absalom Bank and Trust, when you should have been talking to Chester Warren, vice chair of the Mount Absalom Historical Society. Let me switch hats. Whoop! Hello, Dr. Peltham. It's a pleasure to meet you. I understand you're looking for financial help in restoring our observatory. Um, yeah? How wonderful! We at the Mount Absalom Historical Society have a grant to help restore and preserve sites of historical significance in the town. And wouldn't you know it, the Mount Absalom Observatory is right at the top of our wish list, along with the first celery plot in Fenwood House. That's great! Uh, Sorry. The boarding house is an historical site? It is only the oldest continually inhabited building in all of Ohio. Not yet. Not officially. We're still waiting on the state to approve its status. I had no idea. I'll be honest with you, Rudy. 
Between the three of us, part of the reason our heritage grant is so flush right now is that we raised quite a bit of money a few years back to buy the Fenwood House from Dot Harper, at a very generous price, you understand, in order to preserve it and turn it into a museum about the town. It would have been a beautiful museum. But it all works out now because we have the money to help with the restoration of the observatory. You'll need to submit a formal proposal, of course, but in a slightly safer context from my unofficial financial advice, I think I can say you're a shoe-in. And this should help, too. I found it for Dr. Garner, the last astronomer who took interest in the observatory before she skipped town. Another Deerfield telescope. Another one? Of course, they don't call it a Deerfield. And it's not as grand as ours, but it is the same design, same construction techniques. Same parts? Where is it? Boston. There was an old observatory on one of the uninhabited islands out there, abandoned for years. I think it's where Deerfield went to continue his work. But anyway, the Museum of Science took the telescope for study and preservation. As far as I know, they haven't done anything with it. Maybe they'd be willing to give it to us. Worth looking into, at the very least. Definitely. Thank you. Between that and the Heritage Grant, we should have no trouble putting the observatory back to work, counting the stars. Oh, there is just one thing. Yes? I mean, there will be lots of official legalese involved in the actual grant, part of the first part and all that, but the big one I should mention up front is that preservation of the observatory is paramount to the Mount Absalom Historical Society Heritage Grant. We want everyone who visits to have an authentic Mount Absalom observatory experience just like they would have in 1913. Only with better lighting and air conditioning. We need to maintain the site just as it is. The roof, the walls, the foundations. So we can't, say, knock down a wall or go digging up the floor or anything like that. Don't you agree? No, I want to keep everything just as it is. Well, not how it is now. How it is, but fixed. Good. Well, if that's the case, go ahead and write up a proposal, and as soon as I can get it in front of Mayor Lopez, we'll get right to work. Thank you so much. I will. Do you mind if I take these? By all means. I will get right to work on that proposal. Thank you. I'll walk you out. Not so fast, Chester. We still have to talk about those overdue books. No more pancakes. You're a growing boy. You need your energy. Abby! You look in a better mood. Did you figure out your financial arrangement? As a matter of fact, I did. The universe was very kind to me this morning. Which is to say a random set of events happened to end favorably for you instead of someone else. If you prefer. And I hope events may be just as randomly favorable to you. If you'll excuse me. Colleagues. I'm sorry? Associates are co-workers of equal rank or status within a profession or civil office. We are colleagues. Colleagues, then. Soon, though, we shall be comrades in arms, standing atop the ramparts of knowledge, defending the banner of reason and understanding... I'm going to go test trees for Dutch Elm now. Mount Absalom Historical Society Heritage 
Grant. Proposal. Oh. Knocking down walls or digging. I wonder if I should tell... No. Nah, I'm sure it's fine. Everything will work out. Proposal. To restore the Mount Absalom Observatory to its authentic 1909 state. This episode features Joshua K. Harris as Rudy, Ben Aldrin as Technician, Marsha Harbin as Dot, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby, Michael Turrentine as Wes, Krista D'Agostino as Hazel, Pat King as Chester. Written by Jim McDaniel. Sound design by Sarah D. Espinoza. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon. Recording engineer, Mel Ruder. Unwell lead sound designer, Ryan Sheely. Executive producers, Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner. By Heartlife NFP. And a special thank you to our supporting producers, James Battle, Steve Diamond, Bill Gardner, Nick Keenan, and Caitlin White. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. There is no record of a Dr. Cornelius Deerfield in any astronomy department or institution of note. There is, however, a record of a Cornelius Corny Deerfield, who was Indiana Feed and Seed Salesman of the Year from 1908 to 1912. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. Seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give me away season two, starting April 11th.